Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! into it, pass is caught, digs, sideline, touchdown, unbelievable, Vikings win it. Here's your ball game, folks, as Flutie takes the snap, he drops straight back, has some time, now he scrambles away from one hit, looks, uncorks a deep one for the end zone, Thalen is down there. Oh, he got it, he got it, he got it, Christie kicks it high and short. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, give Pitches it, it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got 40, it. 20, 10, He's got it. End zone. Touchdown Titans. There are no flags on the field. Under center is Wangler at the 45. He goes back. He's looking for a receiver. He throws downfield to Titans. Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Malcolm Butler. Utah, give me two. I'm in your face. What's up, everybody? Michael Gobier, lots of podcasts, two L's, two Z's. Utah, welcome in. Give me two. Hey, I feel so much better. I feel like myself. I got to get the stupid footballs out of my face. Get out of here, you footballs. What the hell are you doing around here? You're screwing everything up. There we go. That's better. Welcome aboard. I am Michael Gobier. Man, you know, we built some real good momentum, and now we lost all the momentum because I was out, and now tonight Mike's out. It's just me, Michael Gobier, your pal, two L's, two Utah. Z's. Lots of podcasts. Give me two. Patreon's three bucks. Discord's free. It's all in the description. Football, week six. What the hell's going on? What do we do now? You got questions? I've got answers. I want to see my crew. Let's go get out here. Right now, there's only one person here. Come on. I miss one week and everyone gives up? Come on! I know I get a little bit more faith than that. You got to have faith. Please. Child, please. Look, it's real simple. I was puking my guts out. I felt terrible. I was gross. And now I'm okay. So everything's fine again. Now I can see the computer, and I can see you, and look at you. Should I trade Brees Hall and Godwin for a moan rock? All right. I wish we could just start the show over right now, because now I feel locked in. I'm in a good position here. I can see you. I can listen to you. I can make a difference. That's putting it mildly. All right. Trading Brees Hall, 177-yard outburst against the worst rushing defense in the NFL, the Denver Broncos, mile high. Error did not impact Brees Hall whatsoever. He was in the zone. He was focused, and he finally showed that the Jets' backfield is Brees Hall's backfield, and Dalvin Cook is now an afterthought. Yeah, it sucks. Dalvin Cook, a guy that we relied on for years, a top stud running back, the party's over. I'm not just overreacting. We all know that. We've seen it coming. So should you trade Brees Hall and Chris Godwin for Amon Ra? Why would you do that? Unless you think Brees Hall was a fluke, 
a one-off because Zach Wilson's so inefficient that there's going to be more continuous stacking of the boxes against New York Jet offense of sets and forcing Zach Wilson to win the game. There's a lot of dumb teams out there. There's a lot of bad coaches in the NFL. There's a lot of dipshits in the NFL, period. That's putting it mildly. That is putting it mildly. But, you know, sometimes a team is or a player is who you think they are. You know? Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. They and are. we let them off the hook. So I, I don't think I want to give up Brees Hall at all. I want to have him rest the season. I think what we saw against Denver, yeah, maybe that's the best of what we can get for Brees Hall this year. Smokey the Cat. By the way, subscribe, like the video. You know how all this YouTube stuff works, right? That's how we make a difference here. Maybe one day we'll make money doing this. And then I'll never have to work a job that I don't want to work ever again. And I could just do this 24-7. Isn't that the dream? Jamie says, you better take your damn vitamin D. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened there. It was like a weird headache turned into a violent sickness of my puking guts. I don't know what the hell happened there, but it's more than you need to know. But the more you do know, maybe that's for the best. You know, diarrhea, vomit, poop. Damn! Yeah, stuff like that. Wow, dude. I'd say no, I'd hold Hall. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I mean, but I don't want to be Johnny come lately and say, hey, you hold Brees Hall now because he had a great game against the Broncos. Let's go easy on that. I'm working on my, by the way, Amon Ra. He's a great player in terms of real life. And he, obviously he's a great fantasy player too, but you know, he does have injury issues and sometimes Amon Ra can miss games. You get 16 games out of Amon Ra per season. That's pretty nice, even though it's a 17 game season, but Amon Ra does have some limitations physically, but when he's on the field and he's right, I mean, Goff is dialed in with him. That's great news. But the thing is also Jared Goff had three passing touchdowns in the absolutely dominant win over Carolina Sunday. There was no Amon Ra. There was no Jameer Gibbs. So Goff is learning that Sam Laporta is his pal. And in my rankings, which I'm finishing up, I was so tapped last week and then everything went to hell. I didn't do my ranking last week. I mean, last week was a shit week for me as a fantasy football analyst. I completely let myself and everyone else down. But that was last week. This is this week. I don't have to worry about the past now. I could be free of all the disappointments and the frustrations and the letdowns. And that's hopefully what Amon Ra will be this Sunday when the Lions take on the Bucks in Tampa Bay. It's a 4 o'clock game, even though these are East Coast teams. They're putting it right out front and center, saying Lions-Bucks is a marquee matchup for week six. Wow, dude. Yeah, wow, dude. It's pretty cool. My Lions are really <laughs> must-see TV. It's pretty crazy. But... Looking at the rankings I've put together, my positional rankings, quarterback, you know, not too much change there. I'm not going to give it away because it starts for just three bucks on the Patreon. Very cheap, very reasonable price. That's putting it mildly. I think so, James. I agree. But, uh, of course, you know, Justin Herbert will be back this week because the Chargers are off the bye. This week's bye, teams, in case you forgot, we got Green Bay and the Pittsburgh Steelers, two old-timey teams, both on a bye for week six, so we don't have to focus on what happened last night. By the way, you know, A.J. Dillon did get 20 carries last night. It was not great. I think he had 76 yards on those 20 carries, but it's nice to see A.J. Dillon get the full workload. That's what I want to see with the Packers. I want A.J. Dillon to get the full workload and get those 20 carries. I want to see that more frequently. Even when Aaron Jones is back, I want Dillon to have this backfield, and I think he could produce if he's given consistent opportunity to do so. I know he hasn't done that all season long so far, but just remember that the NFL is just a weird-ass league and dumb shit happens one week and then the next week, total opposite happens. Two weeks ago, the Bills crushed the Dolphins and the Bills are hailed as legends. Then they go to London, they lose to Jacksonville. And Trevor Lawrence 
throws his first 300-yard game of the season. That's right. It's week six. We finally saw Trevor Lawrence throw for 300 yards in a game in week five. That's what's going on. Just weird stuff, inconsistency, getting out all the kinks, ironing out all the basics, who's in, who's out. I mean, Devon Shane. I said on the show, guys, I could pull the clips if you want. I said that he's a super speed demon freak, a zoid to the max. But Shane has injury and durability issues. He can fly, but he cannot be a workload back. He just cannot, right? There's no doubt about it. And now he's out for a while, and there's an open door opportunity for the Miami Dolphins running back, maybe an Alec Ingold even this week to jump in. Might be crazy, but I think adding Alec Gingold this week for the Dolphins when they take on the lowly Carolina Panthers, the running back's going to be pretty wide open. Outside of Mostert, they got opportunities because Jeff Wilson's not ready to go yet for the Dolphins. Everyone's like, oh, Jeff Wilson time. Nope, he's not ready yet. It's not time. Jamie said, here's a question. Would you sell your Addison now since J.J. is out, maybe for running back or tight end if you need one? Well, I... With J.J. out, you assume Addison's going to get more targets, and that'll be good news. But, you know, Kirk Cousins, what is he without J.J.? That's the key question. What is Kirk Cousins without Justin Jefferson on the field? And that's that's a guy that, uh, you know, if you go and take a look back, like, hmm, Justin Jefferson. He's been in the league now for a few seasons, and he's made Kirk Cousins look really, really good quite quite often, right? We all can agree to that. That's putting it mildly. Yeah, no shit, that's putting it mildly. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I can't get as low as Leonard Cohen. Everybody knows. Man, he got got a lot lower than you think he did with his voice. Very impressive. Justin Jefferson came into the league in 2020 during the COVID bozo year. He had a great season, 1,400 yards, seven tutties. So 2020, 2021, and 2022. Those are three great seasons for Kirk Cousins, true or false? This is not a trick question. Clearly, all three seasons, Kirk Cousins has been a very useful fantasy quarterback the last few years because he's had Justin Jefferson to either work with straight up or to use as a decoy to spread the ball around to other places. Let's look at Kirk Cousins here. Remember this. I'm going to pull this up. You guys can play along with me here. Live on the Plotso Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah. Boop, boop. Give me two. Oh, BTC's here. What's up, man? BTC, good to see you, dude. I missed you. Round of applause. BTC, I love getting to know you here during this 2023 fantasy football season. And I didn't even read his comment. I didn't even read his comment when I said that. But I think I see something about credit. Got to give Mr. Govier some credit. He called out a Shane's injury history, which truthfully I thought was blasphemy. He missed two games in college, but here we are possibly heading to the IR. Thanks, BTC. It's nice to have somebody else back you up. I didn't go on a blowhorn or a uh, a blowhorn, bullhorn. Which one is it? bullhorn? I didn't go on a bullhorn and run around the town square. Are there till there probably are town squares? Actually, do you have you noticed that town squares have become consumer marketing plazas now? They've turned plazas from all of your shops into town squares, trying to force the town square issue at your local movie theater slash bar eatery bistro pub shithole. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Those capitalists, they're, they're, they're a wily bunch, but I didn't go crazy on it. But I did mention that a Shane, you know, he could be slowed by injury issues, especially because the NFL is just tougher and harder and faster, and he's going to get beat up a bit. I didn't know it happened this quick, but just something you had to keep an eye on. But I also did say that 
I think at least one of the shows when Mikey, my pal, Mike Virginia, who's out tonight, wish Mike well. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. You know, he's changed his Twitter handle, guys. We got to make sure that we have this updated. He is now underscore Mike VA on Twitter. Underscore Mike VA. Make sure you follow Mike Virginia at underscore Mike VA. He's had a rebranding. He's got a new logo on his Twitter page. It's very cool. Very impressive. That's putting it mildly. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. Mike's looking good on Twitter. At underscore Mike VA. I'm at MJ Govey, of course, Plotzel Podcast. Two Utah. Two Z's. Give me two. But, you know, you think about, man, how he had asked me about Mostert. It's like, maybe you should trade high on Mostert, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I think it was after week four, or maybe it was week three. But selling high on Mostert because he had an injury history too. But now here he is, still the lone back. But Mostert's showing some fumbleitis of recently that is not great. Seeing him fumble the ball is not cool. Very disappointing. Don't like to see that. But Mostert's the main guy right now. Remember, no Jeff Wilson this week. I don't. He's not going to play. Jeff Wilson's not going to come back this week. He could be activated for his practice window to come off the IR, but he's not ready. He's not. So that leaves Alec Ingold, Salvan Ahmed, who's available. So, I mean, Carolina's defense, I know the Lions made Carolina look like shit. Carolina's defense wasn't that bad coming in. The Lions game is going to make people think that the Dolphins are going to put up 80 on Carolina. I'm not so sure of that. So let's... We'll see how Carolina plays it. And they're going to be desperate. Carolina needs a win bad. I'm not saying that they're not a team to you know, to gather the troops and put all your fantasy assets against. I'm not, not saying that. Wait, I'm not not. I, how am I not myself? How am I not myself? How am I not myself? Child, please. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Now. Anyways, uh, we got a question here. Thanks again, BTC, for just giving me a backup. Smokey says, thoughts on Burrow. I have Allen and Burrow, one quarterback league, traded Kyron for Allen week three, got an offer for Allen, Jacobs, Gibbs, and would get Chase and Kittle. So you want to give up Josh Allen so you can roll with Burrow now that he's finally healthy. Child, please. Yeah, I know, right? Child, please. Actually, that's Ocho Cinco's line. If you guys remember what that's from, that's from the league where... <laughs> What's his face? Steals. Uh, oh, God. I just had his name for a second. Uh, Andre. Everybody shits on Andre in the league nonstop, right? And then Andre steals Ocho Cinco's child, please, from him. Child, please. And that's the Burrow connection. That's a Cincinnati connection. One of to me. I did that. <laughs> At any rate, I love Burrow now. I love Burrow because I drafted him everywhere this year. And recently, I've been asking, how is Burrow not himself anymore? What the hell happened to my man? Because Joe Burrow was a legend in this game and always so trustworthy. That's why I drafted him so heavily. But I should not have discounted the calf injury as much as I did during the preseason when I was drafting him. I I looked at Joe Burrow and I said, how is he not himself anymore? How am I not myself? Like, How is he not himself? But he wasn't. But he's back. Cincinnati looked really good on the road in Arizona. Big win. Jamar Chase. Doesn't matter that T. Higgins is out. And Burrow moved around. We saw him run for 10 yards. That's nice to see the movement. I think the injury is finally passed. And let's just hope he doesn't re-aggravate it. Because I can tell you, calf injuries can be re-aggravated. It could be really, really annoying. But as far as this deal, you traded Kyron for Allen week three. And now you got an offer for Allen, Jacobs, Gibbs. So you get, okay. So you would get Chase and Kittle. So you, you would move on from Josh Allen, who's one of the most reliable assets there is. Even when he doesn't have a great game, he could still rush for a touchdown or two, throw for 300 yards, even though the Bills stink in a game. 
I think Allen is actually more reliable as a fantasy asset, but Burrow's best should be yet to come this season. And when Burrow's right, he's really, really good for fantasy outside of the no rushing thing. There's no, you can't rely on Burrow for running. You can't. And Allen can give you that when times are tough. That's the floor Allen provides you. But you'd be giving up Allen, Jacobs, and Gibb, and you get Chase and Kittle. I'd love to have Chase, and then I'd love to have the Burrow-Chase combo. There's no doubt about that. Kittle is too hit or miss. I know Kittle had a bunch of touchdowns Sunday night against Dallas, but Kittle's too hit or miss for me. So I don't know if I like that deal from the Kittle aspect. That's that's for me. Uh, Jamie says, what's missing two games, though, during his college career? It goes to show that he fell in the system with the Dolphins to be fantasy relevant. That's true, but uh, Shane was a super hot. You know this. You watch college football, Jamie. Devon Shane was a highly touted prospect for Texas A&M. And his speed and his talent is for real. Just the NFL is that much harder. We all know that, right? I haven't locked anything in. I finally locked something in. 18 minutes into the show. George says, do I trade Aaron Jones and Waddle to get CMC? George, what's up, man? You subscribe? You like the video? Come on board. We love him here. Plotso Podcast 2 Utah. Two Z. Give me two. Do I trade Aaron Jones and Waddle to get McCaffrey? No. Because the best is yet to come this season for Aaron Jones and Waddle in this season. And it's possible that we might have already had the best of CMC this year. And that injury concern with CMC terrifies me. I'm going to say no, even though I love McCaffrey. Uh, taking questions? You know it, Des, the CPA. Let's do this, Des. Let's get to it. I'm, we're always taking questions here on this show. That's what the Tuesday show is about. Dump them in the live chat and let's get to work. I'm ready to answer your questions. I'm getting offered Jefferson, James Cook, and Henry for Chase and Barkley. All right, so you get Chase and Barkley. Barkley, I don't even know if he's going to be back this week for sure or not. It's still uncertain that Saquon's going to play for the Giants this week. They really need him, but it's not clear. This ankle thing is a problem. Jamar Chase is a god. Coming off a huge week, though, you know he's probably going to have a slow week. It's just how it is. The guy has a monster week. It's very hard for these guys to follow up the next week and just continue to dominate. We just don't see it as much anymore, you know? But I love having Chase on my squad. So if you're getting offered Jefferson, James Cook, and Henry, Derrick Henry's old. Ty J. Spears is the new man in town. I mean, but Henry's still viable, but where will Henry be by week 16 for you? Not so sure about that. A little concern. Wow, uh, dude. James Cook, five carries for minus four yards against Jags. That was total shit. And James Cook was getting all these carries, and now he looks bogus. Is that going to burn him? Are the Bills going to go back to their old ways where Allen is the guy running the ball more often than not? A little concerned that might happen. Yeah, I know. So, if you want to wait on J.J. to come back, and you want to give up Chase and Barkley, I'm not opposed to it. Because I'd love to have, even though Jefferson's going to be out for four games, I don't know. It depends on your situation, Des. It does. If you need wins right now, then you might not want to do this trade. You might want to roll with Chase and Barkley because he'll be back sooner than Jefferson will be. But I'm not opposed to doing the trade. I'm not. Let's see if anybody else is uh, against it or not here in the Plotso Podcast. I'm Michael Govier. We're live. This is what I do. I talk. I'm a talking head. Should I trade Lamb for DK? No. Hell no. No way. No way. Nope. No way. You never know who's going to get the ball week to week in Seattle. I love Seattle's offense, but I love CeeDee Lamb more, and I know that Dak has been disappointing to us. I'm certain this week Dak's going to have his best game of the season against the Chargers. It's basically a home game for Dallas because there's no such thing as home field advantage for the Chargers in their shithole stadium, whatever they call it in L.A. Child, please. Child, please what? It's true. So I would not give up on Lamb. CeeDee Lamb, to me, now that J.J.'s out, he's arguably the best wide receiver option in football. Even with Jamar Chase looking as hot as he did, I know. 
CD Lamb is what have you done for me lately? Because the Cowboys got dismantled 42 to 10 by the 49ers. But don't give up on CD. Do not do that. BTC, by the way, we have very wise, intelligent people here who know what they're talking about in our live chat. And BTC is one of them. Jones going into the bye with rest, too. That's right. Very good. Thank you. Oh, here he is. Everybody, Mike Virginia. I'll be back Sunday, fellas. Have a great show. Hey, Mike, if you're watching still, make sure you change your YouTube handle, too, because you need to be Mike Virginia or underscore Mike VA on Twitter. Locked in, everybody. BTC says he'll be fine and healthy. All right, Smokey the Cat's back for more. 12 team PPR. Oh, by the way, Dez says thank you. Dez, thanks for watching. You know, we don't. I always give more love to YouTube. It's not fair. I've got a YouTube bias compared to Twitch, but we're always there on Twitch. Every show is live and available on Twitch, so make sure you uh, subscribe. Connect with us. If you want to connect more often with us, Des, get into the Discord. It's totally free. You can find that in the description on the YouTube, I think, because the descriptions aren't as clear on our Twitch because I have too many responsibilities. That makes sense, Des? I think you can relate to that. Can't you, Des? You know what I'm talking about. You got responsibilities, don't you? All right, so Smokey says, 12-team PPR. Allen, Burrow, Bijan, Jacob, CD, DJ Moore, Muth, Brees. Bench, Gibbs, Godwin, Najee, well, uh, what moves to make? I'm three and two. Okay, so this is a big picture question. We're looking at his whole team, right? And we're talking about who do we drop, who do we add? This is the Palazzo Podcast. Up next, some shitty commercials just for you. Well, obviously, some of these guys are studs, and this week's matchups are, I mean, DJ Moore, guys, I got to take the L on. I was wrong about DJ Moore. There it is. Let it see it. Let it breathe for a second. Even before his outburst Thursday Night Football against the Commanders last week, DJ Moore has been getting touchdowns. He's been getting targets and looks. And even though they weren't elite numbers, they were still viable numbers. And then he has the big Thursday night game against Washington. And DJ Moore is a god in the Windy City. Child, please. Child, please what? He's back to being who he always was. He wasn't himself for a moment, but now he is. How am I not myself? Now he is himself. DJ Moore is himself once more. Very, very good. So DJ Moore, I was wrong. I owe you an apology. Sorry about that. So you've got Rashawn Johnson on the bench. Now, everyone, I've seen a lot of people already moving, gravitating toward the Rashawn Johnson bandwagon in Chicago because Khalil Herbert's going to be out. He's not going to play this week, right? But Rashawn Johnson had a concussion in that game against the Commanders. And Rashawn Johnson's not the biggest back. You know, he's, he's, he's not Dante Foreman, who now Dante Foreman is back to life, back to reality, back to life, right? Now Foreman's got a... Foreman suddenly, I even dropped Foreman, I think, two weeks ago in my uh, NFFC 12-teamer, the Rotowire NFFC Championship, because I'm like, well, Foreman's an afterthought. But he's back. Foreman's back in the mix now. He's very much in the mix this week against the Vikings, who stink. So, Rashawn Johnson, I'm not as excited about because the concussion thing is always a concern, especially with the running back of his size. It does bother me a little bit. But uh, your team looks great, man. I mean, Allen, Burrow, Bijan, Jacobs... CD, DJ Moore, Muth. I love Fryermuth. Brees Hall's big game. Uh, Gibbs has got the Bucks this week. Like I said, the Lions, if, even if Gibbs plays, the only way Gibbs can be productive against the Bucks D is if he catches balls out of the backfield. The Bucks D can still stop the run. So it's going to be really interesting for me, not just as a fan, but as someone who likes football, to see the Lions offensive line, their powerful O-line against 
the solid Tampa Bay run D. Who gets the benefit? Who gets the edge, right? Like, who literally gains the edge in this game on the defensive line and offensive line in the trenches? I can't wait to see that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love Charbonnet. Don't drop Charbonnet. If you could get out of Najee Harris, please get out of it. He's on a bye this week. If you can get anything reasonable, sell, sell, sell. I love Godwin this week. I think Baker and the Bucks' passing offense will expose the Lions' defense. And then suddenly everybody's like, oh, Lions' defense is legit. They can still be had against the pass. They still can. Even in garbage time, I know, but Bryce Young was able to give Adam Thielen some really, really solid-looking numbers by the time that game ended. So if he could do that, Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin and company could do that as well. I'm going to lock that in. And Des says, thank you. We got that. Oh, yeah. Mike's brother's here. Yeah, Mike. We, Joe, we should have had numbers and information so you could just slid right into the show and replaced him. We just call you Mike and no one would know the difference, right? That's putting it mildly. Yeah. All right. So then Stephen Joe. What's up, Stephen Joe? What up? Would you trade away Waddle and Ingram for James Cook or Mixon and Godare? Hmm. Would you trade away Waddle? A lot of Waddle trade. People want to get off Waddle. They feel like he's not producing. He sucks. Or that two is not looking his way. Because I am still, I'm so pro Waddle. I want all the Waddle shares right now. Give me, give me Waddle. Bye, bye, Waddle. I'm not bailing on Waddle. I want to get him. But if you trade away Waddle and Ingram, Evan Ingram, that is, for James Cook or Mixon and Godare. Or as I like to say, Godert. Because people get annoyed because some people say he's Godare. And then other people say he's Godert. Godert, hmm. I'd rather have Evan Ingram. The best of 2023 for Trevor Lawrence is still yet to come. Right? So if that's the case, Evan Ingram's going to be a part of that. There's better days ahead for Evan Ingram. I still believe in his role in the offense. I know they got Ridley there this year, but they've got injuries with Zay Jones has been out. So there's been opportunities still to throw to Ingram plenty. So I would not trade away Waddle and Ingram. Especially for James Cook, who could suddenly not be a factor in this offense anymore because he sucks suddenly. I'm not, I'm, he, his, his production proved it. I didn't say that. I'm just saying he ran for four yards on five. Minus four yards. He pulled the Barry Sanders. Five yards for minus four. Five, four yards for minus five minus four. How, How am I not myself? Five, seven, How am I not myself? Five carries minus four yards against the Jaguars defense in London. We could give him the London break. Yeah, right, Joe? I know. BTC says, Tyreek might be banged up. Silly to trade Waddle, honestly. I completely agree with you, my friend. I don't applause to BTC. Not just because I agree with him, but because I agree. Joe says, uh, if Ramon Ra plays, I got to start him. But I have Evans, Javante. Oh, McLaughlin. Yeah, we even talked about Jaleel. Love when I saw Jaleel McLaughlin for Denver in the tough loss to the New York Jets, 31-21. Jaleel McLaughlin, every time he touched the ball, whether it's through air or by land, he was making plays. He looked good. And I am all about Jaleel McLaughlin rest of the season. Problem is, last week was the time to buy. Most people added him. He went for big bucks and fab. But if he happens to be available in your league still, Jaleel McLaughlin, buy, buy, buy. Kansas City, Thursday night, quick turnaround. Kansas City's defense is pretty good, too. It's not a bad defense at all. So it could be a little bit more challenging this week, but I like McLaughlin going forward. And I think Javante Williams, your boy, by the way, Joe, Javante, he's kind of the odd man out, even if he's healthy. I think Javante's in trouble. Sorry about that, because I know Joe loves Javante. Javante practiced today, and no clue about Evans, no PPR. Who do I play? No PPR. You got to play Mike Evans. 
You're going to play ASRB, as you said. You play Amon Ra, but I'm playing Mike Evans against that pass defense for the Lions. I love Mike Evans against that. I think that Lions pass defense is still questionable. They've had some easier opponents recently. And what we saw from Jordan Love on Monday night, boy, maybe that Lions win in Lambeau wasn't as great as we thought it was. That's coming from somebody who knows how hard it is for Detroit to win in Green Bay. Trust me, I get it. But uh, Javante practice today? Okay, fine. Maybe they're gonna. Maybe they didn't play Javante because they knew they had the quick turnaround. I've said this before during the season. These teams with these quick Thursday night turnarounds, they don't play certain guys. So maybe Javante is more of a factor Thursday night, and Jaleel is the secondary guy with Pirine being kind of just the pass catching back Thursday night. I don't know. Denver's a nightmare, man. But I like Mike Evans. I love him all day, and I'm playing him. Jamie says uh, sleeper six waivers. Ooh, this is what sleeper's saying. Yeah. Gardner Minshew, 3%. Oh, yeah, Amari DeMarcado. This is my guy of the week. I love everybody. Pick up Amari DeMarcado right now. Everyone, add Amari DeMarcado. James Conner is on IR. DeMarcado, he flashed brilliantly last year in the semifinals against my Michigan Wolverines. I watched DeMarcado carve us up. He looked really, really good. And he's more than just a name right now getting an opportunity. DeMarcado is a rookie. But I love him getting this opportunity. I'm big, 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 big time. I want to add Amari DeMercado. I wish I'd done it last week. Now it's going to cost a lot more. It's going to be much more competitive to get DeMercado. KJ Osborne, 17%. DJ Chark, Logan Thomas, Ty J. Spears, 10 to 12-man leagues. Okay. Yeah. I love DeMercado. I like adding Osborne, though. Remember, Osborne still will probably be fourth in the pecking order because you got Hawkinson and Addison who are still there. And then they still like Madison. And I like Alexander Madison on the backfield, especially against the Bears defense this week. I really think the Minnesota more than ever needs to rely on Alexander Madison. Give him the ball. Give him 12 carries. Give him five catches out of the backfield. See what he can do against his Bears defense this week. Madison can still help. And I'd actually be buying because I think a lot of people are like, I'm done with Madison. Uh, but yeah, those are some solid ads. Ty J Spears is already going to be a guy who's on a lot of rosters already. 37% in sleeper for you. 10 to 12 man leagues. Logan Thomas I like. As long as he doesn't get a concussion, if he gets a concussion, he's out again, and that's a real problem. So that's Sleeper 6 for Sleeper platforms, not Yahoo. That's right. Jamie's always arguing me, Yahoo versus Sleeper, eat shit. So uh, those are good ads, good call. Trouble is, Broncos play Thursday. That's right, Joe. That was my whole point there. So I have no idea if Evans will play Sunday. You got, Evans should play. I mean, am I missing something? Is he in a crisis that I'm not aware of? Let me pull it up here. I mean, they're coming off the bye week, so I thought Mike Evans would be fine unless that injury was worse. Oh, Christ. Yep, undergoing MRI. Fowler described, this is Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, described Evans' hamstring injury as mild, which bodes well for his return after the Bucks bye. Okay. Oh, well then, I'll tell you what. Mike Evans, they were talking about his groin in the preseason. They were talking about his contract. Then he came out and balled. I believe in Mike Evans. I trust Mike Evans as a player. He's a big target. He doesn't have to outrun guys. You could just throw it up to him. I'll tell you, this Lions pass defense, is it's ripe to be exposed a bit. And I think Tampa's going to do that this week. I Actually, I think I'm telling myself the Lions are probably going to lose this week to the Bucs. That's my opinion. Trey Palmer, watch out. Yeah, Trey Palmer. I've been saying that since opening week when he scored that touchdown. That was only... His only catch of the game in week one against Minnesota for the Bucks, But Palmer hasn't done much else. And actually, it's the other guy. Uh, 
Trevon Tompkins? Is that my guy? Kevin Tompkins, the guy who's taken over and become more of a factor as a third wide receiver for the Bucs? Devin Tompkins, that's right. Devin Tompkins, last time out. Four catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown against New Orleans. That solid win on the road against the Saints. Also, he has two carries this year, Devin Tompkins of the Tampa Bay Bucs, for 22 yards. So he's getting every other game, one chance to run a reverse, jet sweep, etc., Devin Tompkins is a guy over Trey Palmer, I think. And I'm sorry, I love Trey Palmer, and I was with you on that, Jamie, preseason. But Devin Tompkins has asserted himself a bit more. So uh, I'm all about Mike Evans. Didn't practice yesterday. I don't care if he practices for a while. I trusted Mike Evans, but Joe, only you can make the final determination. Will you or will you not? Oh, yeah, play Mike Evans. Sunday. Hey, Mariano. Welcome to the show, Mariano. Glad to have you here. Make sure you subscribe, like the video. I'm answer your question right now. Hello, I'm desperate for running back play. Full PPR, and this is my team. I have Sanders, Connor, K9, Cup. Okay, you got a lot of guys. I want to go for Kyron or Mixon. What do you think? And if so, which trade? Definitely want Kyron Williams over Mixon. Although I am... Can I say that out loud? Initially, Kyron Williams is the better back for me because I believe that he can do more with the ball when he's given the ball for the Rams. But Mixon's always getting the carries. But the problem is Mixon is, you know, 20 carries for 80 yards, 25 carries for 82 yards, 25 carries, 81 yards. That's Mixon is always going to get touches. And so is Kyron Williams. It's absolutely his backfield. Although I do like Zach Evans in that backfield at a certain point this season. Not to overload you guys with too many Evanses. We talked Mike Evans, now we're talking Zach Evans. But I believe Zach Evans will play more of a role. Kyron Williams, my only concern with him is can he hold up to the workload for the season? He only had 13 carries against the Philadelphia Eagles over the weekend, but that was more of a game script thing where the Eagles dominated time possession. So, gosh, this is real tough. I thought it was obvious in my head before you said it, but I kind of, in my head, I immediately wanted Kyron Williams over Mixon, but now that we're talking it out, I just have a slight concern that Kyron Williams can't hold up to the workload full season. And you need a guy that you can rely on all year. And Joe Mixon is that guy you can rely on all year. So if it's between Mixon and Kyron Williams, I guess guess I'm going for Mixon. I, I still love the talent of Kyron Williams more. I'm just worried he might get hurt. That's my only concern. But I believe in Sean McVay, and I trust him implicitly, of course, much more than I trust Zach Taylor, head coach of the Bengals. So, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about that. But uh, don't overpay for Kyron Williams. I, I'd give up Cup for Cut, maybe, because Puka has made targets a little more complicated for the Rams now. And Devontae Adams has some a little bit of a shoulder injury, but he's definitely the main guy. But Jacoby Myers, if Jimmy G's throwing, he loves Myers just as much, if not more, than Devontae Adams, honestly. So it's interesting there to sell on Devontae Adams would be really hard to do. And if you could do Devontae Adams straight up for Kyron Williams and they'd take it, would you do it? Curious. Joe says, okay, Evans it is. I'm coming for you if he sits. Joe, I said in the end, it's your call, Joe. That's just how I feel. You asked me. Hey, go for Liz. Glad to see you bounce back. Yeah, look at me, Donovan. Yeah. You saw that picture I posted in the Discord. I can't even, I shaved and everything too, so I look much different than that picture. Cut my hair. So I look fresh and baby face for you guys today. Yay. But thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Jamie says, yeah, that's him. He did some, yeah, that's him. He did some TGTS. What is a TGTS? Not sure. I know exactly what that is. All right, well, uh, so let's be clear. 
Rashawn Johnson hype, I think we should slow down. I love Amari DiMercato. I think we should be picking him up all over the place, bar none. As far as the top waiver wire ads, let me just look real quick to see what the buzz is from the standard issue sites, just so uh, I can know. Because, you know, going against the grain and giving your opinion instead of what the general opinion is, like Tony Pollard this year. Everybody loved Tony Pollard coming in this season, but how great has it been? Tony Pollard this year? Mm, I don't know. It's been that great, has it? Definitely not been a top five running back this season. No doubt about that. So let's see. So on Yahoo, they're recommending Rashawn Johnson. I told you how I feel about him. We got to be a little concerned about that concussion. He's trying to sell the fact that Dante Foreman's been a healthy scratch, but that's the pass. It's not about the pass. It's about what you can do for me now. Ooh, he wants to recommend Justice Hill. Another week, another Ravens running back to the wire. Uh, good luck with that. That's a real mess. And the, the Ravens are a mess. Oh, he's recommending Amari DiMercato. Oh, he read my mind. And, and Amari, go big on Amari DiMercato, guys. I'm telling you, rest of the season, I love it. I also love Tajay Spears, but Derrick Henry's not done yet. I like Spears to be the guy who gets a few opportunities here and there, but I don't know you'll be able to use him as a consistent starter in 12-team leagues unless Derrick Henry gets hurt and we lose him, right? Okay, uh, if you want to add Jeff Wilson Jr. now, because like I said, he's probably not going to play this week. In fact, I'm very confident he won't play this week. But it is Tuesday. Things could change, I suppose. But regardless, get Jeff Wilson now if he's available so you don't have to pay for him next week. Get him now. Uh, Kendry Miller looked pretty good for the Saints. He had four catches for 53 yards. I liked what I saw to him. But it's Kamara's world, and there's no doubt about that. The other key back here, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard should absolutely be added. Chuba got more carries. Uh, Miles Sanders fumbled. And the big, big caveat that is in favor of Chuba Hubbard and the Panthers is that the Panthers are 0-5. Their season's trash. And they got to look to the youngsters now. Play the youngsters. See what they got. And that means Miles Sanders exit stage left. And Chuba Hubbard take control of that position, which he was already pretty solid at last year in part-time duty with Dante Foreman. Dr. Foreman just keeps showing up in our face again and again and again. But remember this. Remember this well. Chuba Hubbard could play ball. And he's still available in a lot of leagues. So add him. Don't fall for Jordan Mason of the 49ers. He had 10 carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown as the backup to McCaffrey Sunday night against Dallas. Don't fall for this. We've seen this before. Eli Mitchell... Didn't play, but he's still around. And the next matchup, by the way, 49ers have the Browns. We can talk about a game where there's going to be no value for either side when it comes to running the ball. The Browns defense versus the 49ers defense. Day, day, day. I don't think so. I don't see it that way. Uh, Josh Downs, has, he's going to become a guy that's become very popular. That's a guy that I actually added two weeks ago. Utah, give me two. Utah, because give me two. He was getting the targets and opportunities. And now that Anthony Richardson's going to probably be out for a month with... AC joint sprain issue is Gardner Minshew's offense again. He likes throwing it to Downs, and down the field we go. I love Josh Downs. Would have added him two weeks ago, though. But if he's still around, you should add Josh Downs. He's definitely becoming a force. You had a really good season last year in college with Drake May in North Carolina. And I think some people thought, hey, is it North? Is it Drake May? Who's good here? Is it Josh Downs? But Josh Downs is showing he's a legit wide receiver. As far as Kansas City's wide receiver situation, it's hell on earth. I don't know what you're going to do there. Is it Rice? Is it Tony? I mean, Tony gets five catches for 20 yards. He, there's no dynamic plays from Kadarius Tony at all. 
But if the Chiefs are going to do anything this year, they need some receivers to establish themselves. I was waiting for Justin Ross to be that guy, but he has not been that guy so far. It's not too late. Just remember, the Kansas City offense at wide receiver is still up for grabs. And I want to see if we pick the right person. If you want to play that Kansas City wide receiver bingo, be my guest. See what the hell happens. Uh, Chaka jumps in. Hey, trade Zach Moss for Christian Watson. Yes. Lock it in. Lock it in. I know Zach Moss just did the impossible. He ran for 165 yards against the Tennessee run defense, which is a, that's what the only thing they do. Tennessee is a run defense. That's all they can do. They don't do much else. But Zach Moss said, shut up, bitch. And he ran for 165 yards at 28 carries again. I mean, Zach Moss was a workload back at Utah. He's a big workload back. But Jonathan Taylor is back, so it's just a mess. And I love what Zach Moss has done this year, but I'd rather sell high. And I love Christian Watson. I think he is a big-time, big-time playmaker. And even if the Packers struggle this year, Jordan Love is up and down, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for Christian Watson to make plays, especially PPR, even though Zach Moss can catch balls out of the backfield. I just... Jonathan Taylor being back is going to cause more problems here eventually. And I and this, this Moss thing can't last all season, can it? I mean, it can. And it can shove it right in my face, and I'll start asking myself, how am I not myself? How am I not myself? I don't want to do that, but I will, because if Zach Moss keeps doing what he does, I'll have to give him credit. It's not that I doubt Zach Moss. It's just that Jonathan Taylor being there makes it really complicated. It does. And the Colts are in the playoff hunt. I mean, they're in the division hunt. They're not playing for next year. They're playing for an AFC South title right now. They're 3-2 and two going to the Jags this week who are 3-2. and two. One thing we know about the Colts going to Jacksonville, remember that game two years ago? Was it two years ago? When all Carson Wentz had to do was beat the Jags in Jacksonville. That was the Urban Meyer year, right? Where they were god-awful. Jags got it done. So the Colts don't do well down in Jacksonville. It doesn't matter what's going on. Just remember that this week. But I, I know Zach Moss is going to have a down week this week because he's just been so good. And Jacksonville's heating up, and they absolutely shut the door on Mr. James Cook last Sunday. So I think we're going to see more of that with Moss. But Taylor, Jonathan JT, is going to have to start taking control of that offense once more. And you can't, if Jonathan Taylor's getting practice time and he's healthy and he's ready to go now another week, you can't stop JT for that much longer. So Jamie says, I dropped Moss before on Sunday and I was pissed off because of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely benched Zach Moss in the dynasty league I have him in. I was like, well, Tennessee's defense and now Jonathan Taylor's back. Everything we know about football says bench Moss, but nope. One more week, he was messing with you. I, I don't think that's going to last much longer. I really don't. Things have to change. All right, there it is. That's this week's show. Thanks so much for checking in. I'm so glad I'm back on the air. Remember, Mike Virginia will be back with me on Sunday. We do the Sunday morning show at 10 a.m. We talk about start sits. We cover everything you need to know on Sunday mornings before big kickoff at 1 o'clock. Forget the London game. I know you guys will be watching the London game, but you can watch the London game on mute while we're on at the same time. You can watch both of us simultaneously, and we can talk about everything we need to know for start sits, kickoff, injuries, who's in, who's out, who's got the edge, who doesn't. I want to make that show better than it's been, and I'll be there for it because last week I wasn't. Mike Virginia did it solo. Thanks again, Mike. Appreciate that. Our applause to him. Follow on Twitter at underscore Mike VA. I'm at MJ Govier. Watch podcast, two L's. Utah. Two Z's. Give me two. That's how you know us. Thanks for making the live chat something here. We started a little slow in the show, but you guys showed up in the end. And any newcomers, join the Discord. Try the Patreon for just three bucks. Got rankings. I got betting stuff. I got it all. DFS. Dude, I tell you, last night, I was this close. $15,000. Damn. 
I really know what I'm doing, especially in these showdowns. I'm locking in on these showdowns, folks. You want to follow my lead on this? Last night, if I'd only started Jimmy G instead of Carlson, the kicker, I would have had $15,000. But a lot of people got a lot of DFS stories like that. All I'm saying is, I'm locked in. I know what's going on. Jamie says, enjoy your night, MJ. Time for their stream. Yeah, head on over to Out of Rhythm Sports and check out their stream right now. Those guys are crushing it over there. Jamie and the crew doing their thing. Always appreciate their support. Make sure you support them. For everybody? For everybody? Yeah, who cares? Thanks for watching. You guys are the best. Live chat was awesome. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. Fucking Rothfitzberger, the quarterback, was all fucking hug it, chug it, football. All night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.